and welcome to another episode of the Screen Chronicles. My name is Steve, and with me as always is... Kobe! Yeah! Yeah. And that's how you say it every single time. Exactly. Um, Can you repeat and, that for the people who might yeah. not have heard you? <laughs> Sorry, everyone uh, listening to this. Uh, but But today we are talking about season five, episode five of mm. The Last Kingdom on Netflix, our favorite That's show. how it's pronounced, by the way. You've all been saying it wrong this whole time. How have they The Last Kingdom. The Last Kingdom. The Last Kingdom, not The Last Kingdom. The, the Last, last kingdom. kingdom. Well, sometimes when I tell people no, that, just kidding. they ask me like, <laughs> they ask me like, what again? I'm like, The Last Kingdom. And they're like, they're like, like what? What? And I have to, so I, then I break it down. The last oh. <laughs> kingdom like like i don't know like I've, that's, that's the name of the show <laughs> yeah i don't know we are giving our spoiler thoughts we're recapping this episode mm-hmm. we're going to discuss what we liked what we didn't like of course we liked so many things it's a so, wild episode too wild episode so yeah. but we're going to give you our spoiler thoughts here recap it our best bro moments and our favorite moments mm-hmm. as we always do and please comment your thoughts. Tell us your favorite bro moments, your favorite moments down below. Uh, we love to read them. Let's talk about ratings of this episode, Steve. Let's give it a rating. I'm going to have to go. I'll go 8.5 with this okay. one. Okay. It was, a, it was a fun, enjoyable episode. I mean, it wasn't, I guess it wasn't a fun episode. It was an enjoyable, <laughs> a lot of things happen. A lot um, happens and a life, lot of drama happens. Yeah. There's a lot of moments that, uh, you know, I'm frustrated. There's a lot of things I'm frustrated with as a viewer who knows everything that is going on. Right. Um, Even though the characters on. don't know everything that's going yeah. on. Yeah. It's frustrating for us. Yeah. I've only watched it one time here, so I don't know if I would change on a second run through. We'll definitely do that before our mm-hmm. final full season review sort of awards maybe at the end. But I, I would I would say I liked it. There were some frustrating things. I kind of feel like, you know, our our five five things we want from the last season. Like I was like, shit, when it happened, I was like, this we did this. This was us. <laughs> <laughs> did we wish this on us? What what would you give it here, Kobe? Uh, I'm going to give it a nine out of ten. Nine. Yes. All right. We we get to see someone we haven't seen in a while. We get to have a little heartbreak, which is not. I'm not happy about it, but I think, you know, it adds to the show. It adds to the great drama of the show. And uh, so much happens in this episode. And yes, just like you said, I'm frustrated at times because it's just like, I wish the characters in the show could see the big picture that we see and problems might be solved if that were the case. And we'll talk more about those details here in a second, but I give this episode a nine out of 10. I thought it was a great episode. And a true Last Kingdom episode is jam-packed. I mean, if you think back to the earlier seasons, how much they condense into the seasons from the books. Yeah. I mean, especially, I think it started to kick off more in season three um, when they were just like, let's just fit so much so much in everything. Um, I remember our, our talk for that season, we broke it up into three parts instead of the two like we had been doing because it was yeah. so many things happened. So. Yeah. But yeah, let's let's get into talking more. So spoiler alert for everyone watching and or listening. Make sure you check this out on YouTube and or podcast, one or the other. Um, and give us a like, subscribe, follow, 
comment down below your thoughts. Let's just, let's, you know, we're a little out of order here, but let's just talk about the big spoiler thing. Um, so we can just say it and we can, we can grieve. If you listen to our talk with Harry Ant Anton, and if you haven't, you should. Uh, yeah, because he was a great guest, by the way. Great guest. Despite what he did. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Brezel. He, Brezel kills Baby Monk. Baby Monk, Osfirth, dies oh. in this episode. And I have to say, you know, we, in our five things we want, we did say we want someone to die. But we said it because we want some meaningful thing to happen. Yes. And we, we wanted it to be limited to only one. That's also what, when we said that we wanted it to be limited to one uh, instead of multiple bros dying off. So, yeah. but we, also, yeah, I guess, I guess what we wanted is we didn't want this feeling that like they were, they couldn't die. Yeah. That they were just because they're in all these battles, like someone's bound to get killed at some point. But why'd it gotta be baby monk though? Like Osfirth, man. It was it was rough. And you know, we talked about that scene, the death scene. I was I think I was tearing up. I think I was yeah, tearing I was, up with I was hundred percent. Because Osfirth's just... like, I don't want to die. I don't want to die in Finnan's arms. Just scared. He's just he's a scared child all of a sudden in Finnan's arms, you know. Like, <sighs> he was just fighting as a warrior and now he's bleeding out. With his nasty gut wound, um, yeah. man, it was rough. It was rough. And Finnan ends up blaming himself because part of the circumstances that led to this was Finnan had sent Ingrith, his wife, to uh, alert the men down the river. I think to come help because Brezel had come into the town. We're going to talk about why Brezel came into the town in a little bit. And Finnan was distracted because his wife was having trouble getting out on the horse. And so where he probably should have been side by side fighting with Osfirth when Osfirth was fighting two guys on one, he's, you know, he's trying to fight two guys at the same time. Yeah. And Finnan is sort of like distracted looking at his wife who's falling off of a horse. And there was also a, the, uh, the other kid, the new character that uh, Elfwin likes, he was also Kainleth. sort of, yeah. yeah, he he was getting ganged up on too. So like he's looking at him, his wife, Osfirth, and it was a it was a great like scene. It just made you feel tense. Yeah, because um, there's these these dogs barking too, um, just like, and it's just cutting back and forth and madness. Um, yeah, madness is what it was. I would say one thing that I didn't like about this is after Osfirth dies, though, like all those other situations resolve and they all just come together. You know what I mean? It's just like, I feel like he didn't. They did do leave. They did. Yeah. So they all just kind of ditched right after Osforth got stabbed. All of a sudden, like Brezel and the guys left, Yeah. which they were there. to. They, they just wanted to kill the Danes. And he singled out Osforth again for some reason. Like they weren't trying to kill the Christians, I guess is how I was rationalizing that. And that maybe yeah. he just killed Osforth because. Osforth was the one who kind of called him out a second ago. Mm. And Brezel at that point was like bloodthirsty. So yeah, I thought it was a little weird that Brezel was just like, all right, we're done. And yeah. And like, the, and like no one was chasing after wife, after Finn's wife then. So like both those things that were distracting him, you know, like I feel like he didn't yeah. do anything. Like it, it's not like he went to his wife 
It's not like he was like Dark Knight yeah. happened where he went to Rachel, where he went to Harvey Dent and Rachel gets blown up, right? It's right. just like he was just on the like he was looking, he was confused, and then he didn't end up helping anyone, and then Oscar yeah. died. Yeah. So I and know, I do I, think, I think they do a good job though of making it seem like it happens in a split second. Yeah. That is probably how it would have been. He was just a slight distraction by Finnan might make the difference. You know what it I mean? It's still a good scene. It was still a good scene. I think it could yeah. have just been better for me, uh, like logistically, if like maybe he was he had already went and stopped and like helped his wife, which he like he was doing when he was mm. like kicking ass on the way there. And then he's like trying to just make his way the whole time. He's just like sprinting to go help Osforth. And like he just doesn't get there in time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then because he gets there though, eventually, that's when Brezel's like, Well, like I'm fucked. Finn in here is here. Like I've got to run. Yeah, maybe now I should ditch. Yeah, but like that I would have liked in the moment. Well. Yeah. Brezel had like men with him. He had men with Caniff. He had men with uh, Finn and his wife, and they all just bailed. That was the only thing. I mean, the the scene itself with Osworth dying and sort of the distraction stuff. It was it was really well done. You and Mitchell did an amazing job yes. with that scene. Brought tears to our eyes. And I agree. I think it would have been better if Finn like had fought the guys off who just killed Osworth. But it didn't happen like that. And still a great scene. I don't mean great. to yeah. complain. This is just me nitpicking. This is what. So I think a lot of times people like people are going to hear me like, why is he complaining? Like, this is my favorite, my favorite show. We, you hear us. We talk about Star Wars for like, if you've watched or listened to any of our Star Wars talks, they're all like three to like eight hours long. And, yeah. <laughs> and that we love Star Wars and oh, we yeah. still complain because we're fans. I'm we're very fans. passionate about The Last yeah. Kingdom. And The Last Kingdom doesn't have a whole lot to complain about. No. But I, but I also thought it was a little weird, especially when I watched it the second time that like right after Osforth got stabbed, it was like everyone kind of vanished. Into yeah, it was just it was no um, it was noticeable. To it was me. a little bit noticeable. And I would it agree took me that. a little bit out of the moment. Um, OK, that's I think bit. that's fair. I think that's totally fair. But why was Brezel there to begin with? It all goes back. Remember, um, Edward has taken the throne in Mercia. There's a scene in the beginning with him and Aldhelm and he like tells Aldhelm, you know, yo, um, you should go let the Scots know that um, that we're good, you know. And Althelm is just like, Lord, uh, I'm not going to work for you. He says, like, I'm not here to work for you, to serve you, I think. And he said, I'm I'm here to give you farewell. Yeah, that's a cool scene, too, because like Althelm's like, yeah. uh, like, I know I'm a Saxon and like I did things for the person before like but you're not that person so like i I don't have to do shit yeah and he Um, but he also says like i understand your reasoning but i can't be part of this mm -hmm. so he does kind of understand why edward's doing it because i think aldhelm being so close to ethelflaed knows alfred's dream you know but he he ain't want no part of he has like and this is one thing too i mean like aldhelm has grown he's changed Mm -hmm. obviously but it's also like you know like you're, you're judging how Edward is behaving when you used to be like right up Ethelred's butt, like right <laughs> up the right in between the yeah. cheeks of those butts. Yeah. You know? But he has grown. But the hilarious part about grown. this, the hilarious part about this is that like halfway through the episode later, when he's talking to Edith, she needs to go off and she's like, Oh, by the way, you should stay here and keep an eye on Ethelhelm. And so Haldum's <laughs> like, I just told him I was leaving. <laughs> But there's a there's a uh, pretty awesome scene after that where 
Aldhelm shows up again and Edward is like, oh, you're still here. I noticed you haven't left. And he's like, look, I need men I can trust. And he's basically asking him to stay. I thought it was a pretty cool scene. And even though Aldhelm's kind of staying to watch uh, um, Ethelhelm, you know, Edward's like, I think that he's, he's basically trying to convince me. He's like, look, I did what I had to do, but I'm not, I'm not like that. Not in those words. He's basically saying, I'm not, I'm not yeah. that guy who just killed all these people. You know, that's not how I'm going to lead. Um, and I need men I can trust. So trying to sell Aldhelm on this. And Ethelhelm is scheming um, mm-hmm. here because there's still this now because of the whole breed of thing that happened at Efferwich and Citrigir and Citrigir thinking that um, Edward and Ethelfled just weren't backing him up at all. Um, there's still now this like Saxon Dane sort of tension going on here in the country. And Ethelhelm is like, I'm going to use this and I'm just going to lean into this and, yeah. and, and really make it feel like, um, people are working against Citra gear and the Danes. That's what ends up leading to the whole scene with Runkova where Osrith dies. And yeah. it was just this awesome, just an awesome scene of Adrian Schiller who plays Ethelhelm yeah. like, rowling up these men. And he's just like, you know, I'm not in charge of this, you know, Edward's in charge of this stuff, but yeah. if you guys want to get revenge for what happened. He basically says, yeah, exactly. He's basically says, I can't be seen supporting this or being the one who did this. But if you guys happen to want to do this for your King, who he also doesn't say ordered it. Yeah. But like, if you want to do this for your he's King, he's it. like, you'll always, you'll have a nice place by my, in my camp or by my fires or something like that. Yeah. But Adrian Schiller kills this scene. Oh my God. Also the way it was filmed where it like cuts angles and it shows him at different angles. Like it would cut between him at this fire. It's yeah. like torchlit, like gathering to the men approaching Rumkova. I, I was enjoying Ethelhelm in a lot of these like moments this season. I have to say, I, I generally, yeah. I just, and I still hate him. In, a, in most of the time but like this like hype up moment like mm-hmm. if i was there and i just had nothing better to do in you know what's this like eight eight yeah. ninety five or something i don't know um like if i'm just like walking by or like have my farm and like this guy is like giving this hype speech i'm like i'm gonna go to run cova and do yeah <laughs> i'm gonna find these these danes in disguise and run cova who have danes. killed who have killed alice on the road yes so, so that's, that's the other thing that uh, that he uses. I just gotta say, I gotta say real quick though, Ethelhelm this season is like I gotta say one of the most like step up characters. Like he was good. The actor Adrian Schiller's done an amazing job, but to become who he became this season, stirring the pot, and really, there's got to be an award, an Arsling award that he's got to be nominated for. I'm not most sure improved. what it is. Most improved character. Or most something. improved character. Um. Adrian Schiller, bravo for stepping it up here in season. Yeah, five. he was he was very he was always like calm and in control, and I would say like not in like there's no emotion at all, but he was more monotone, even keel in season four and especially three mm-hmm. than this one. I mean, just normally like smug comments. He was never raising yeah. his voice. It always seemed like he was in control. And now that we see him in moments in the season where he's out of control, that's now we see him yell 
Yeah. We see him. Yeah. Adrian Schiller went to a, a different place for this. For yeah, he, this really, season. he really, he really brought it. This one. He brought it. So, so yeah, but the reason that he tells these guys, we need to go find these Dane imposters, which right after that, they go to Romkova and um, we'll talk more about that later is because Ethelhelm's plan. He knew that there was going to be a pil- pilgrimage from Alice to Lindisfarne to the Holy Isle. And he is looking for any way to secure his bloodline on the throne. Because now that Edward's taken hold, his plan of putting Elford on the throne is foiled. The elderman that he was going to pay, that's foiled. And he tells Brezel, like, I'm going to do this. And Brezel, he's like, I need you to do this. We don't know exactly what the plan is at this point. And Brezel's like, do you realize this could start a war between Saxon and Dane? And he's like, yeah. He's like, hopefully. Yeah. I love how Brezel, like, (laughs) how Ethelhelm at the beginning of that conversation is like, and nobody can know, like, this is for me or something. And uh, Brezel's just like, I know what I'm doing. (laughs) And he's a cool character, Brezel, this season. Yeah. And Brezel himself doesn't do this mission. He, like, has other guys that go. And what Ethelhelm and Brezel both do not know is that the queen, uh, Elfwin, Elfwed, 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 Elfwed. Listen to Colby. Um, Elfwed. <laughs> she went with this holy person to deliver these these items to the Holy Isles. Which and... they didn't tell anybody because she nobody would allow her to go. So nobody, yeah. this was not public. It was totally secret. And this, this woman's sort of been supporting her because she has been feeling out of the loop and not loved mm-hmm. by Edward. And mm-hmm. I mean, reasonably so. She has been working with, you know, uh, Ethelhelm to undermine him all the time. So like, right. Um, I don't, I don't really feel bad that she feels this way, uh, right. but um, she goes on this trip and if, it was, it was a funny scene too, because like when there's this guy like um, that stops them on their trip back, there's this guy like he's pretending he's hurt, like trapped under a cart. And it's like classic, like open world video game stuff where like it's a bandit trying to trick you over like yeah. help help and yeah, like that's what i like, thought too and like the, the the other the the holy woman she like she's like i've played these games before like don't <laughs> go over there and nope. elfwood's like we have to oh oh no wait is it the other it's the other I think way the around. girl's like we have to elfwood is the one yeah. who's like i've played these games before and yet the, the girl's like a person in help or a person in need <laughs> and the guy's like give me your money you're all dead yeah and, he's, he's like which one of you is is alice because that's who they were going to kill because what Ethelhelm wants is to blame. And, and the guy also announces I'm we're sent by Sig trigger. Mm. Um, and what Ethelhelm wants is to start this conflict between Saxon and Dane here. Okay. Yes. Uh, and so he's trying to make it look like Sig trigger ambushed this Christian pilgrimage, which would Al- Edward obviously couldn't stand for that. So that's the idea. And, he so he asked which one's Alice and Elfwin, like pulling a little hero moment here, saying, I am, I am her. And then that's all we see for the time being. But the next time we are brought to that location, we get a little bit of a reunion with a character 
who we love. Yes. Heston. See, Heston. Heston. Hold, holding a cross and saying something like, oh, someone's going to buy that. That's for sure. And so here he is. Um, by the way, Heston has become a trader. He, uh, a successful trader, as he later tells Uhtred that he has 30 ships. Mm-hmm. He owns 30 ships. His town is twice the size of Uhtred's. And he has bad women. <laughs> it was hilarious. Classic, was a classic Heston. Un- yeah. Like unsolicited shit talking. <laughs> and and Uhtred's like, can you even use that sword? And I love the line Heston says, I can wield it, Uhtred. <laughs> i can wield it <laughs> oh, but that was later when he goes to utrid yeah so but he, here he picks up he picks up the girl who survived who is the who was the intended target the holy woman here and she has the you know the message of the the guys who said we're citrus men and it's yeah. i thought i was thinking this too like back when you like didn't have like phones and social media and stuff and and like just for like someone to like quickly come and clarify like like you could just go around and say like i'm so and so like utrid has done that like utrid would do it all the time in the books he'd be like i'm stiapa oh yeah no one's ever met stiapa in person give me your id (laughs) nobody so i mean like you could just go around and say shit and um so that's just you know with her that's what she thinks happened and yeah. Heston goes to Uhtred with this and they like this what doesn't really yeah. make sense let's go and talk to her together yeah and then that's uh that's they start to realize then like there's no way Sitchiger would have done that and it's just like right, well, well yeah what happens is like I mean first of all Heston when he finds the girl they pan up and we find Alefoot is like hanging from a tree yeah like horror movie style like all the other women except um alice was were killed they go to talk with citrigger and siora yeah okay and then they they ask him like why yeah. why would someone do this why was like who do you have who's an enemy for you Sig trigger's like i'm insulted that you could think i did this yeah i'm insulted and they're I'm like insulted. and they're like okay yeah we we would have been surprised if you did it basically mm-hmm that's the vibe I kind of got. Yeah, that. definitely. I think they just wanted um, to see what his reaction would be, though. And, but at this point, Sigtrigger kind of reaffirms that he is totally, he's anti-Edward now. Mm-hmm. Because Uhtred's like, okay, well, let's come with me to Edward. Let's tell him that together because that will be more efficient. We'll get over this. And he's just like, no, I'm going to leave my kingdom undefended again. Mm-hmm. No. We're going to, I'm going to stay here. And if Edward attacks, we're going to send men up. We're, we're going to be fine. You know? And he's like, yeah. well, and then he's like, well, I'll go to Edward and tell them, tell him then. Because then Heston cleaned up the scene because he was like, I know this shit might start a war. He's the, smart. Yeah, it's very smart. Um, no, That's the what he news... tells Uhtred too, though, when Uhtred, he goes and shows Uhtred Elflood's body. And by the way, like Uhtred doesn't want to go talk with Heston. Heston's like, you, you, I really, you must talk with me, mm. you know, and they go and they show the body and, and Heston's got this like grin, grin on his face like. I told you. <laughs> I told you you should come talk to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Heston has the line saying like, Uchra's like, why would you bring this to me? And Heston's like, because we both want peace. It benefits both of us. You know, for me, I can keep trading. For you, uh, your daughter doesn't get killed. 
Um, so then after Effowich, that's when they go to the visionary. And that's the girl, Alice. Yes. And they talk to her and get more deets, get more than deets. So it's right now, Ethelhelm doesn't know that because the news never got back, because the scene was hidden, the news never got back to Edward that this right. went down. Ethelhelm doesn't know because Bressel wasn't involved in this. He hired men to go do this and they don't know who is who in that band. Right. Um, so Ethelhelm doesn't know that his daughter was killed. He yeah. thinks the the visionary was killed. Yeah. And he's worried at first too, because there's, because Heston cleared the scene up. Yeah. Nobody's talking about it. And he's just like to Brazil, like what happened? Something's wrong. So he, like he even just goes to Edward and he's like, yeah. the visionary was killed. Like I, I have sources, sources. Yeah. And it yeah. was like, uh, who what sources give a source not site yeah. one he's yeah. like you know um yeah. just like again just so flustered and he's just like yeah. trying he's like just trying to get his schemes to work and he that, even there's one point where he's just like confirm it yeah like uh i need proof like if you can confirm it okay but and he's like now you want to confirm it and he's like yeah i'm not gonna act unless i'm sure i'm like okay edward mm-hmm. okay very alfred-esque Yes, you I know like, practice that restraint. I yes. like Edward just not taking Ethelhelm shit. This last season, season last season of Ethelhelm said that Edward had been like out the door, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. not this season. No, he's wise. He's got a nice beard now. Yeah, he's, we can't that beard. So that. much wisdom in that beard. Yes, yes, and we would know. Uh, maybe mine not. isn't very wise. Colby <laughs> can get a very yeah. wise beard. But by the way, when when um, Ethelhelm went to Edward, Citric and Ethelstan had gone to um, Aylesburg there to spy a little bit. So now they're out of Rumkova. Everyone like has no idea what the hell is going on right now. Ethelhelm right. doesn't know Elfwin was killed. No one knows Elfwin was killed except Uhtred and Heston. Heston. They're trying to figure out who did this and why. Um, so everyone just needs to like get together. This is what we were talking about like before, yeah. like. It's so frustrating because, you know, if Citrigear would just go to Edward, then yeah. they would show that they're allies. If Heston and Uhtred would just go to Edward right out of the gate with this body, yeah. with Citrigear and the story, right? That, then that would, that would just clear everything up. And Ethelhelm would be like clearly the number one guy. But there's just there's so many things. And again, this Variables. is like, this is yeah. very like well-written as far as like very well-written. Uh, like trying to figure out what the hell's going on with it. And that's why we said earlier, we're so frustrated Mm -hmm. because we know it's less like, this is all Ethelhelm's fault. Mm -hmm. Like Edward didn't really do anything wrong. I mean, he's cheating on his wife. That's wrong. But I mean, that wife, I mean, trigger didn't do anything wrong. And now they're hating each other when neither of them did anything to each other. I know that neither of them, they're like, they really should be friends. If Ethelhelm wasn't just screwing it up exactly so so anyway though ethelhelm was like this my plan isn't working i need to make things happen and Mm -hmm. i need to go tell the men that the visionary is dead and they're going to go rile up they're going to kill the danes in uh, rumkova and this will get someone to act and this will start a war um and then that's going to allow me hopefully then the king will fall in battle and die and i can finally get my grandson on the freaking throne yeah baby Um, so he's saying, he's saying, yeah, baby. So that's when he has the awesome speech. He riles up the men. There's that one part where his hands are like this, like 
I don't know. We're going back to the speech. It's an awesome speech. It's an awesome speech. It's yeah. it's amazing. And then when the men go to Rumcova, let's now talk about when they arrive. Because Brezel walking in like a boss with all these men, like business-like. Mm. And he's like, you know, you better hand over the men to the king that killed Alice or whatever he said to Finnan. And, and we talk about this with Harry Anton, too, about how Finnan is very like, right. Yeah, okay um just give me a second he goes back and he like yells he's looking for Caneliff and Caneliff's not around at the moment and he's like uh, we need him to go get the men and that's when we'd already talked about Ingrith goes and that's why he's not there to defend Osforth but what happens when Finnan leaves is Benedict walks up and mentions Elfled because he has learned the news as well and Brezel's like, what What about Elfled? Like grabs him. And that's when Brezel learns. They show Brezel seeing the Elfled dead body. Mm-hmm. And at that point, Brezel goes ballistic. Even though he's like, I guess I'm trying to figure out what he sees. Does he realize at the time that this is his fault? <laughs> like that this is like, he's not that it's exactly his fault, but he's kind of the one who... Oh, definitely. That hit out, right? Definitely. That's that's what I read it as. Is like he realized, like, oh man, we fucked up. Like, yeah. He's like, I need to make sure, like, some some drama starts now because of this. Like, we've got to do something to get this right. going. Osworth recognizes Brezel from uh, Blood Blood Month. Woo, Blood Month. Woo, Blood Month. Blood Month Festival. Someone commented on our video that the new movie should just be a big Blood Month Festival movie. <laughs> uh, one of our last videos. I uh, love that comment, by the way, if you're listening. And then shit just hits the fan. I oh, mean, man. Brezel and his crew of psychos, they just start separating Killing the town the, separating and Saxon the t- and Dane, and they just start wiping out Danes. And and young Uhtred is there and Bishop Benedict, and, they, and he's pushing all the Danes into a building because in the Christian rules that there should be a sanctuary. And if they make it a holy sanctuary, then they'll be safe. Mm-hmm. Brezel's like, thanks for putting them all in one spot for me. And Brezel's just like, this is, this is so much more efficient than them running around out here. And he walks in like Michael Myers or something like uh. just ready to, and he, and then they grab young Uhtred's head and like force him to watch. And it's, it's horrible. And then later they show like just the whole shack of the Danes hanging and it's just straight out of a horror movie. Yeah. Brezel went ballistic. Yeah. The uh, fighting continues. Um, and then, like we said, there's a scene where, yeah. and, and let me like, the, there's an awesome scene with like Finnan, like rushing to go help his wife. And he yeah. like, like kicks a table into a guy and he like yeah. punches, like, and he slides over and kills another guy. Like, just uh mark rally is is finning in this like scene it was just this awesome like long fight yeah. that went down i was like holy like that was awesome yeah. that was great and then speaking of finning too after osforth gets killed he totally is blaming himself he's like bawling like a baby oh, man. and his wife is like consoling him and he's like it's my fault it's my fault and I totally would have felt the same way, too. I would have felt the same way, I think. I think I would have felt the same way. And that's when Ingrith is like kind of takes control of that moment and is like, you need to take talk to Caneliff, like take Finn into Uhtred. 
which I think is a great advice. That's like what Finnan needs right now probably is like mm-hmm. some Utrid talk or something. It's Mark Rowley, great acting again. It's hard to see him bawling his eyes out like that. Damn, it was rough. And it was, it was funny too, like Utrid has like this sort of like, uh, I don't know, like this, this like culture moment with Father Benedict. Father Benedict's like, like trying, to, trying to pray for people for he's praying for the danes and being sad and blessing he's like yeah and which was he was like nah nah they don't they don't believe that man different That's culture right. <laughs> be sensitive be sensitive to their beliefs yeah and it's like i i don't know, i love you Utrid. i love him yeah yeah and he's speaking recovering yeah. from his castration and yeah and there's a very interesting scene that answers a question that we have all had since season four. Earlier in the episode, Uhtred goes to talk to his son, young Uhtred. And they're talking, you're still my son, you know, uh, kind of a nice talk. And young Uhtred's like, you know, Ethelflaed's gone, but you could remarry. You could have more kids. And Uhtred's like, I'm not going to curse. Like my first kid died and young and look at you now. Brita came after my daughter. It's like, I'm not going to curse another child to have me as their father. And then young Uhtred says, what about the one you've hidden away? And I was like, there it is. There's the answer that I think we got a million comments on. People are asking us and we were asking too. We didn't know yeah. um, where the third child was because we clearly see in season three that Uhtred has three kids with Gisela. Yeah. The third one is what killed her. Is what killed um, her. And that third child in season four was not mentioned at all. Mm-mm. And I think it left people to wonder, was it a mistake? Was it they just decided to pretend that child didn't happen? We were really I confused. I don't know if they had it planned. Like, let's have the other son hidden away at the time. I think they were just like, you know, in the past, there have mm-hmm. been other characters that are just like an amalgamation of a bunch of other characters. Like Halig mm-hmm. was like three or four different like Uhtred friends, like all put in as right. one guy. Um, Citric takes on the role of some other like bro bros at times. Canute, um, I think. Canute. Uh, definitely blood hair is like the combination of yeah. Sigurd blood. Or is it Sigurd? There's, there's like two different characters like yeah. from the, the two books that season three is based off of. Uhtred, to me, in yeah, season Uhtred, four, yeah. was taking on the role of Uhtred and Osbert at the same time that season. Right. Um, because in That's the books, like. Uhtred, Uhtred Alexander Draymond Uhtred disowns his first son Uhtred um, yeah. after he becomes a priest. And then he names Osbert, who is the youngest son, the one who killed Gisla. He names him then Uhtred um, yeah. to carry on the name. In the show, though, Uhtred yeah. isn't that mean to Uhtred. In fact, he's just like, he doesn't really even care. He's just yeah. like, all right, come with me. He's like, look, I, I got you a horse. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> and young Uhtred has like a little bit of warrior in him, just like Osbert in the book. Yeah was like a good warrior so I, I agree i thought they were like oh so they're just gonna forget about that third kid and they're just gonna make young utrid the combination of both yeah um so here it is they they say that and, and then utrid's like you can't know that it's dangerous for you to know that yeah and then we don't hear anything more about it 
which was pretty cool. So, I mean, we are assuming this is Osbert then, who is hidden away. Where? We don't know. It's interesting that it's brought up, though. Yeah, it was like, maybe you know something, maybe you don't. I don't know. Yes, maybe we know something. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, by the way, there's a line, too, when they're talking um, where Uhtred is says that he, he can't let go of Ethel Flood yet. And young Uhtred's like, well, it looks like we both have wounds that will not heal or something like that. Like, Damn. It's like, yeah, your wound is definitely uh, not going to heal. Yeah, I think I'd rather uh, have Ethel Flood die, too. <laughs> <laughs> so young Uhtred, by the way, I like, though, when Brezel's going in, like he punches benedict and young uchard tries to like jump on brezel and brezel just shoves him off hmm. um so it's not that he he did try he just was too weak he's a know. small he's small little guy yeah. and he's he's had a major injury yeah to say the least um yeah but eventually though elf fled death death is told to edward body brought to him yeah. he's very upset he takes it out on Iagathu. Agathu. Agathu, um, who is the woman he's Agathu. been seeing here recently. Yeah. At first, he just lashes out because he feels bad. He's like, I feel bad that my wife yeah. is dead. And then I've been cheating on her. Like, yeah, that's exactly it. Because she's like, we're not blameless. And he yells. And this is Timothy Innes. He's like, we are not blameless. And he said, how can this be anything other than judgment? Like, we've been cheating, and she dies. Like, that's God's punishment in Edward's eyes. For a second. Yeah, he's kind of, she... for a second, I'm just like, are you going to be season four Dick Edward again? And then mm-hmm. she calms him down, and he apologizes, gets a hug, and they end up eventually doing the horizontal tango later, later to, to calm him down. And, and she tells him to, to be a good king, and not to worry about being a good man, to just keep doing she thinks what he has been doing so far has been good and she's like you keep doing that don't worry about if you're doing what's wrong or not just keep going yeah and, and i'm still trying to figure out yeah gifu because because the the speech she gives her at first it's like oh she's being so sweet and understanding with him but then like and i like what she said she's like my god is not vengeful this is not the work of a god this is work of men and Edward starts bawling his eyes out and he says, I'm not a good man. And she goes into this speech where she's like, think of no one but me. Look at nothing but my eyes. And I'm now I'm starting to think like, is she trying to manipulate him? That's what or I thought is, at first too. That's what I thought at first. Um, I don't know if I feel that now, but um, she's like nothing but my body. And, and maybe she was just trying to get, get him late. through this yeah and get late <laughs> um and then during sex like she is the line that says like you know be a good king not a good man and that that line makes you think a little bit you know because to be king there's got to be you got to do some things gotta do some stuff he tells elfward the fatherly thing to do he tells his son elfward that's one person's reaction to getting the news yeah and then Citragear at the end of this episode he ends up then he's like you know i've had enough of this shit edward's doing shit he's he's taking he just took over mercia he's coming for us yep. like the danes in rumkova just got taken over and he's like let's we're going out and we're gonna we're gonna fuck up we're gonna fuck shit up and yeah and also too uh rumvald has survived his hands have healed some so he is now back in 
um, with the Citrigear gang too. Right. And Citrigear, this is this might be my favorite moment from the episode is when Citrigear is walking out to to go with all the Danes he has, and they're all just chanting his name, and they're just all just like hyping up and they're mm-hmm. just moving around mm-hmm. and he's just walking out like still as a stone just walking out cool as a cucumber you know like just just walk out into the citrus i was like i was like yes yes and also right before that too like he apologizes to Yorick. he's like we may fight against your loved ones here and she she's all in with him she's like that's yeah, all right yeah. like you know, I yeah. <laughs> no, that's fine with me. She's all in with him. I, I the sick trigger is such an awesome dude. And from his point of view, like I don't really disagree, knowing his point of view. Yeah, if I was him. And there's even a time earlier in the episode that I like this before he decides to attack, where he's just hearing that um Edward, you know, is possible he just took Mercia, so he might come for them next, is kind of what he was thinking. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm just going to send men to the border just to be safe. He's taken down all the Christian crosses and stuff. And there's a point where he sends one of his riders to go to Edward and just say, we're ready if you come at us. And then that's when Ethelhelm was like, look at that. Like, what the heck? You're just going to take that and you're not going to attack back. And Edward has a cool head. And he's like, that wasn't a threat. That was a warning. He just doesn't want us to get too close. Like fair enough mm-hmm. you know like i just i just took over this place yeah and i like, like that i like and that. like that's even what he's saying with like what he brought up with the scots who yeah. um we keep hearing mentioned about here is everyone else knows alfred's dream was to own more shit yeah. and here i am finally taking more shit and i have lots of shit like like everyone knows wessex is a powerful place yeah, and now they've just taken over Mercia in his power move. You know, like everyone else is thinking, like, like, all right, like he can mm-hmm. actually take this other, he can take the other kingdoms, um, East Anglia and Northumbria here now. Like, so Scotland, mm-hmm. who claims North uh, parts of Northumbria, and then of course like the Danes in East Anglia, right there. Yeah, everyone's everyone's freaking out. So I mean, he knows that they'd be freaking out. Um, so I mean, it's 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 pretty cool, uh, yeah. with that and. But and Sig Trigger's that, walkout was awesome. Was yeah, awesome. Sig Trigger's walkout was amazing. The chanting Sig Trigger, Sig Trigger, Sig Trigger. And he's just so, he just looks awesome. And I'm, me, you know, I was so excited to see Sig Trigger this season. And he is so, he, he lived up to like the expectations for yes. me so far to this point. Yes. yes. And I just, just loved it. Also, back when that guy came to tell Edward, that's the time that Edward was asking about the confirmation and things like that. Um, Edward being a great king. And that's when he sends Ethelhelm to the road to Scotland to like, let's not make Constantine think that we're coming after him or anything. Can you send a gift? Uh, You know, good idea. Edward is trying to do everything right. And if Edward had a better right hand dude, like um <laughs> other than Ethelhelm, he'd probably everything would have been perfect. Oh, I know he should have picked like, someone. <laughs> it's like after last season, Edward, you're still just I he doesn't know. listen to him. But and it's like, his father-in-law. It's his father-in-law. Ah, uh, yeah. That gets uh... and the yeah. thing is too, it's just like, well, like after the Mercia thing, at the very least, he overheard him yeah. undermining him. Like that's mm-hmm. when I would have been like, are right, you like you're done being in my yeah. court? 
But the thing is, too, Ethelhelm is also like a super rich guy. So I was just like, I don't know if he's just like, I'd rather just keep him as an ally than rival straight out, you know? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, he rides out then, like you say, he's on the road to Scotland. Also, too, Ethelstan has become the Mercian, the head Mercian guard. Yeah, this is a crazy, this is an awesome scene, too. And he ends up then going out to tell Ethelhelm then, Elfled has been killed, his daughter. Yeah. Ethelhelm's daughter has been killed. Um, so he goes out to do that. And then that's when we have him. Him, He's a he's trying to tell uh, Ethelhelm this, but eventually it's Bressel that breaks the news yeah. to Ethelhelm. So, well, he can't tell. He's like, I have a message, but like you need to come back with me. Mm-hmm. So Ethelstan can't tell. And Ethelhelm's just like, ah, I'm not leaving now. Not today. So go over there. That's when Bressel... And I like, too, that Bressel leads with, or I don't think he leads with it, but he eventually says, it's like, it's not my fault, Lord. Um, or something like that. He does say that. It, no, he says that after. Yeah. He tells them that. And after he says, it's not my fault, Ethelhelm slowly turns. He's like, I think it is quite clear where the blame lies. Yeah. With yourself. I think I said that when I watched it. I was like, with your damn self. You. <laughs> it's with you. with you. And I was also, by the way, I was like, you're sending Ethelstan? It was Aldhelm who told Ethelstan to go to Ethelhelm's camp. Yeah, that but was such a You're sending movie. the one guy, not that everybody knew that Ethelhelm was trying to assassinate, but I think it's got to be common enough knowledge that, like, this guy has a son yeah. who he wants to become king, and there's another bastard that maybe he doesn't want alive. You know, I mean, that's what <laughs> Edward sent him away for, was because, yeah. because he knew that his other son would be... Would be in competition and every people wanting to like you said an ethel stand into the lion's mouth right I here know, i was like, literally thinking no. like when he rode up i was like i'm surprised ethelhelm didn't just like murder him that, right i was there literally thinking then. like 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 all right everyone <laughs> kill <laughs> like kill him he gets the news like you said from brezel and brezel follows him because i mean ethelhelm is in shock hmm. he stumbles he falls to the ground and gets up and he goes to his tent, and we see him with a knife. He's going to kill himself. And Brezel comes in, and he's like, what about your grandson? And he's like, he has nothing now that his mother isn't married to the king. And Brezel knocks the knife out of his hand. I know. And he's basically like, we're going to find another way. And that is when <laughs> Ethelhelm turns into a Sith Lord. <laughs> yes. He definitely transforms into a Sith Lord. It was uh it was a it was a cool really scene. cool moment. It was it was really cool watching. I I wasn't sure exactly what was going on as far as like is he crying? Is he holding back crying? Is he like trying to psych him? Turning into up? a werewolf? Is he about to break out of his skin into like a giant werewolf right now? <laughs> Sith Lord. It was a cool scene. It was a weird scene. It was different. That's for sure. It was different. Um, Which I'm okay with. I'm, I'm okay with it. I, I, I'm not complaining about it. It was just, it was just, it was unique. But like he like, it seems like he goes from like a place of like despair. wanting to be depressed and despair to like turning it into like motivation now to like get shit done, I guess. Um, yeah. I, I, expected after this i was like oh shit he's gonna be 
he's just gonna kill everybody. Yeah, he's like, I, should, he's I was just like, gonna... Ethel Stan is dead. <laughs> All yeah. right, well, Ethel dead. And when he comes out, he like contorts and like the camera's changing angles and he's doing that weird uh sound and his all his pain is being physically manifested and he comes up and if you listen closely you like hear a growling sound did you notice that yeah. it's like an animal growling he definitely sound. growls he definitely growls yeah 100 uh, it was it was crazy and brezel shits his pants brezel shits shit, his yeah. pants because I, I would shit my pants, I was shitting my pants if this was happening i was shitting my pants watching it me too. My pants watching it. Me too. <laughs> I was like, "What is happening to me? Oh, What's God. happening to me?" That that was crazy. So again, Adrian Schiller just bringing up another level. Um, I'd love to talk to him about that scene about yeah, like what it went into. Was him just getting after it? Uh, just a bunch of bunch of different ways. Then we because he he, he kind of felt like before. he was back against the ropes. Like this is it for my bloodline. I have to try this. Yeah. And then when he finds out his daughter's dead, like he thinks it's hopeless, he's going to kill himself, and and that he's responsible too. He and Brazil convinces him that it's not the end too. By the way, before Aldhelm had sent Ethelstan, he talked about how it's time to confront the Danes because it's time to confront Sigtrigger, and so they're getting ready. Sigtrigger's getting ready. Edward's getting ready. Finnit and Cainleth end up meeting up with us. Uh, Citric, mm-hmm. um, who is meeting up with, who is met up with Uhtred. And this is also where Uhtred figures out it's Ethelhelm too. Yes. Because Citric says that it was Ethelhelm who told Edward the news. And, and Uhtred just, he just needs to hear that. And he's like, doot, doot, but carry the two. And uh, it's Ethelhelm. <laughs> like, and so I loved watching the realization like, there because it was literally like, he was yeah. like thinking like, why would Ethelhelm think that? And he's like, oh, he didn't like, know his they, daughter was there. Yeah, and they asked the guys asked yeah. for where the visionary was to kill her. And yes, so when so Elfwin Uhtred's did like that, the only one who has all the pieces to the puzzle now. Yeah, because like Edward was thinking that men came to kill his wife on yeah. purpose. He thinks it was Citrigger's men. Alice had told Uhtred and Heston that, like, why did they want to kill the queen? And she's like, they didn't want to kill the queen. They wanted me, mm-hmm. and she stood up for me and said she was me and so then they're like oh so they didn't want to kill the queen that's a huge piece of uh information um so just just Uhtred like, putting it all together was just like uh, 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 oh no he's just like was it Ethelhelm and it's like Uhtred you smart man you, you, you smart. always coming up with the clever answers. and that's when Finnan and Cainleth arrive and Citrix, the first one who asks, well, Uhtred first asks, is my son all right? Is my son all right? And he's yeah. like, yes, Lord. Citrix, like, where's Osforth? And they show Finn in real quick. And then they show Uhtred. Tell us, where's Osforth? And then they, that's it. And you see, you see Alexander Draymond's face, like, real quick. Go to, like, shock. And damn. damn. I'd say, like, I wish we would have seen a scene of them all sort of reacting to that mourning Osforth together mm-hmm. or something. I was a little let down mm-hmm. that that didn't happen. Well, they sent him, Ingrid had him sent back to Wessex though, too, to be buried on his home yeah. soil, which I thought that was cool. That was cool. Um, but yeah, I would have liked to see them hugging it out or it been cool to see them sharing a memory or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, um, no, I'd say that was the only thing. You know, we, we can maybe talk more when we get into other episodes too about the Osforth stuff. 
uh, my yeah, some of my thoughts yeah. on it. But generally, that was one thing. This episode, that I was like, I kind of want to see like what happens when they like yeah. this was. This is a guy who's been around since season two of yeah. the show. Yeah, man, he was in season season two, and yeah, I would have liked to see them like have a moment together, just in remembrance of. Um, yeah, I would. I would have liked a little bit more of that. But again, they, you know, they got to keep the plot moving, and yeah, and it's ending with Ethelhelm transforming into, you know, the the monster. Exactly, and there's a couple other tidbits in this episode that we need to touch on. One is that we get a click a quick scene with Brita and um, Pure League, where Brita's <laughs> holding the sword forever, and he's like, you know, you don't have to hold that sword, and she's like, well, that's my only only thing that like gives me an advantage over you because you're stronger than me. But they end up parting ways, or at least she wants to, mm-hmm. and Pure League is like, why don't you come here to to Wessex? Like you can repent, and you know, there's another way. And I'll give you safe passage. I'll give you my word. I won't let anything bad happen to you. You know, I'll vouch for you. She's like, originally, she's like, no, because they're just going to kill me on sight. But then she's like, I'll accept your offer. But you have to take me to Uhtred. She's like, if I'm going to reconcile, I need to reconcile with Uhtred. And that's all we see with that. It's like, ooh. And I was just thinking, though, was she really carrying that sword for that long? Because, like, my arm would get tired if I was holding the sword I up mean, that like, long. She's, she probably, like, put it down, like, her hip every now and then, right? No, I mean, she was kind of holding it like that, which I like that, because, like, that's how, if you were trying to hold a sword for that long, you'd probably... Another thing that happens this episode is we get quick scene with Aelswith and Aelfwyn, and Aelfwyn's, like, out and about without any disguise on it. And Aelswith's like, people are trying to kill you right now. Why are you just... Why are you being an idiot? And... She literally says something like that. And she's like, I have a plan for you. And Aylesworth's plan is that she's going to have Cainliff marry Elfwin. So that no one else can marry yeah. her off. And she would be a like a political puppet. There's a scene with Benedict giving Cainliff the news. And this is a little bro moment here. Yes. Because he's like, why bro. me? And Ethel stands there. He's like, because you're nobody. And he explains just what you said. But they hug it out. And, they're like, King and awesome, Benedict, man. yeah, they're like, yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> you get and to marry like, the queen. Dude, that's awesome, dude. <laughs> I can just, I wish I can hear them just like, dude, 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 this is so cool. She's yeah. hot, dude. <laughs> but it's cool because he's the She's one probably that, rich that too, dude. Yeah. Like, you're going to get that money, bro. And there's another scene later where like Aelfwyn and Aelswith are in bed and she's like, they're talking about marriage and, and like stuff like that. Oh, yeah. and, like if we're not the right one, you know. And, and Aelswith is like, yeah, like the sexual pleasures with a man yeah. the right one is is not comparable to anything else or something oh, like yeah. that. It's just like. I'd have been like, mom. Or no, grandma. 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 <laughs> grandma. grandma. <laughs> your grandpa's cock was amazing <laughs> yeah that's that's too funny there's another small little bro moment thing too when utrid and heston are leaving after talking to alice and Uhtred, heston's like utrid uh i think i deserve some some more money for what i did for keeping her safe and utrid's like you you got your payment when you took all the queen's stuff and Heston just smiles and like puts his head down and Uhtred smiles too and walks away. He's like, people don't entirely change Heston. Mm. He says that as he walks away. And I like that because like that, that's a moment between them. It's like, 
I know you, Heston. Yeah, they both Heston's know each like, other. like, I know. And they both smile. It's almost like they're laughing about it. Yeah. You know, there's also a scene, too, where um, Brezel confronted Edith. It was like a scary movie. And yeah. he's just like, where's Elfwin? information. And he's so intimidating. What's your but favorite moment, Steve? My favorite moment was hands down uh gear walking out to the chance i mean i got i got pumped because again yeah um i was i was also a big gear fan season four i think you were probably a little bit more than i was not not because i disliked him i just think you you enjoyed him more than i did but i've been really enjoying him this season i feel i feel like he's just because again like he was kind of also the enemy last season Mm -hmm. now this season he's he's an ally he's the he's the son-in-law you know he's and he's a great yeah. guy. Like he's a great yeah. guy. The the boss moments he's had, like when he's just like, you know, to breed, like I don't care if you kill me. Like I'm yeah. dying a king, you know. Right. Like, go for it. Um, totally. And now this moment, he's just walking out. You know, his, his hair has been cut. He feels like he's been betrayed. Yeah. And he's just walking out. And his men are just cheering him on. He's just cool. Just 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 so stoic. You know. I mean, that was just that was my favorite moment from the episode. Okay, I like that. I probably would have picked that too, but I'm going to pick a different one. Okay. Just because I think a small moment, the moment where Uhtred and young Uhtred talk about the sun real quick. I love that. It's like we've been waiting for that moment. I had to rewind that. It was so quick. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. what? What? I was like, what did they just say what? about what? what? And it, in, in me, it like gave me this like, oh, well, I can't wait to hear more about this. Yeah. So I'm going to pick that moment, but there are a lot of moments. And I want to touch on one more thing real quick that we missed. That's really important is that Edward also vowed that Sig Trigger took my wife. I'm going to take his wife. Before having Eldhelm kind of assemble the troops to go after they're getting ready. So that's a, that's a critical point is that he says, you know, he took my wife. I'm going to take his wife. Who is Steora? Asshole. Yeah, asshole. So anyway, we had to had to touch on that real quick. But yeah, so that's my favorite moment. But Steve, what's your favorite bro moment? <sighs> this is a toss up. I I kind of I like to see Heston again, Heston again, and the fact that he was just he like cleaned up the scene. He went to Utrecht, um, and he showed him the stuff. You know, I mean, uh, I, I don't know, but but also too, it, I don't know if it's a bro moment, but just like Finnin's emotional state after osford's death um when he's when like he's holding him in his arms too yeah i mean I, that's just like i feel like you have to honor this i mean like we've given osford like osford especially in season three had some really awesome bro moments so i, I don't know i kind of want to it's tough um because it's almost an anti-bro moment that he didn't help him it's like dude I, I, bros I, before hose like dude <laughs> no i know i know and that's what I mean. Like, I wish it would have been like on the way to go help Osford that he'd like got sidetracked instead of like yeah. making a decision. But again, like, like nothing happened from the decision. So, I mean, it was just, just in honor of Osford, I've got to pick uh, Finnan comforting okay. Osford and then being emotionally distraught. I mean, loving his bro, you know what I mean? That's what I'm yeah. going to have to go with that. By the way, you could also give a bro moment award to Brezel for stopping Ethelhelm from killing himself and inspiring him from the that bottom was, of the pit of despair. That was an amazing <laughs> that bro was moment. Kind of a bro moment. That was an amazing. Not the kind we so. really like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I, I was kind of hoping that it would it would have happened. I'm like, all right, cool, here we go. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> I, I'm going to give, since you gave like that significant one, I'm going to give my official one uh, to a little bit more of a lighthearted thing with that little hug uh, that Caneliff and, and Ethelstan shared. Just because we haven't done like a nice sort of small bro moment like that in a while. And that, that was like a nice like last a kingdom. Yeah, last like, kingdom, like two, like bro, like this is like the young bro squad here now, these two guys. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to pick that one. Um, I think it's a good, a good choice. But yeah, so that was a jam packed episode. Jam so many things happened. Packed. So many um, political, a lot of political stuff. And definitely again, some action. Some, some, yeah, we had the action with the uh, Rumkova there. Again, to me, it felt more like a slaughter and I was just scared the whole time. Um, so I, I felt like I didn't enjoy it as much because I was just like, like freaking scared. out kind of the, yeah. the whole time. And just, it felt so dark too. I mean, just, yeah, it was dark. Like the walk up with him and Brazel and it's just like Finn like being off, taken off guard. And yeah. it was just, it was like, it was just really dark. Um, yeah. So I, I don't think when I first watched it, I don't think I was like enjoying it for what yeah. it was at the moment. Okay. Um, okay. But it was definitely a great, great moment. Yeah. Russell's voice also is just like, oh, that's that it. is our recap spoiler discussion of episode five of season five of The Last Kingdom, or The Last Kingdom, as you might say. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed our talk. And if you want to, you can like and subscribe, and you can follow us on the podcast as well. And uh, I've just went through like six different dialects right there. So enjoy it. It's very talented. Thank you. And as we always say, goodbye. Goodbye. And destiny is up. It's up.